Okay, so hey, I'm here with David, and I'm David. I'm Lisa, and we're here to talk to you today. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna actually kind of our weekly uh, recap, sem our semi-weekly, yeah, <laughs> semi-weekly recap of what what was what went on this week. Well, I was gonna start with the lab leak thing that now they say it maybe was a lab leak. Remember in the beginning it was like. It's not a lab leak, you guys. And, and I didn't really care one way or the other, but it was like they made a big deal about it and called people stupid for saying it might have been a lab leak. And Oh, COVID? Yeah, COVID <laughs> was a lab leak. Or it doesn't say it was what may have may have been a lab leak. It's still not like, we do may think, never know. I was going to say, do you think we're ever going to find out? No, probably not. But so, well, and that's part of the problem of like, if we never find out, Will there ever, if it was a lab leak, will there ever be any, like, would we do anything? Like, what would, would you sanction China? I and mean, what would you do if they had a lab, if it was a lab leak, you know? Um, so there's that part of it too. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, for the people that are saying this is kind of like redemption of some sort that see, we told you so kind of stuff. It's like, I don't know. There's some of that I'll believe because yeah, they did put down people that said it might be a lab leak hard in the beginning, you know, the experts did. But at the same time, like they didn't really know, and they should have they should have been clearer about saying they didn't really know. You know, instead of saying we're pretty sure it's not a you know it's probably not a lab leak, it's probably from a wet market or whatever. And for all we know, it's still could or have been. Or that bat. Well, that the bat would be at the wet market. Why would a bat be at a wet market? Do that's they, the shit they sell at. What? They sorry, eat, that's they eat bats. They eat bats. Yes. No, they don't. Yes, look that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sell that kind of stuff at at, at those wet markets. I mean, I know they sell weird stuff, but I didn't think they sold bats. Yeah, they do. But anyway, so, yeah, like the South Park episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. But anyway, so I don't know. I, I don't feel I don't feel that strongly about it one way or the other. But it is kind of interesting that they're now saying it might have been a leak, given how much they were, like, down-talking all the people that said it might have been a leak back in the beginning. Which it's always bad when you don't really know what the heck is going on. Why are you making all these assumptions that you do know what's going on? But yeah, and then the question is, would there be any way to have enough evidence to sanction? Would we even do that? Who would who would sanction them? Would we We're sanction them? We're sanctioning them. They're sending balloons over. We're not sanctioning them. Right. But, so, you know, you kind of say, is there some way you could try to force them to pay for some of this? You know, given that, what was what's the economic cost of, I mean, you can't even measure it as trillions of dollars, economic cost of COVID. It, well, it, and the cost is still growing. All right, it's not. It's not over. I mean, we still got testing and people going to the hospital and people dying. You know, most of the deaths now, I guess, are still like the Delta variant. So there's still some people that end up getting Delta. Was it 400 a day or dying? At, at something like that. Now it's down from what it was, but yeah, it's still something like that. I think that, okay. I think they do sell bats, but not to eat. Like for some other purpose. Well, I don't think there's. I think they're they're sold live, and then I don't know what they do with them. All right, they we can we can research them. that some more. They can might read them. I just don't think there's a bat butcher. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> I'm there is. I'm gonna be able to sleep now. We need. <laughs> you gotta get that. You gotta. Someone's gotta tell you they don't eat bats, and then you'll be fine. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I know. It's okay. Well, it's a lot more ancient than we are. So if they eat bats, there's not that much we can say about it. They've been eating bats for thousands of years. So we shouldn't really say much about it. I am not going to be able to sleep. 
I'm sorry, I brought Bats it up. Bats are eaten by people in parts of Asia, Africa, the Pacific Rim. There you go. Oh. <laughs> you didn't want to know that. No. <laughs> but most people, I think it's like a most delicacy. People, most people in China do not eat bats. Most people do not eat bats. Right, but some of these wet markets are like serving these sort of rural areas with special needs or special <laughs> special wants, let's put it that way. You know, with specific wants. Oh boy. Okay. So most most people do not eat bats. I You're happier know, with that. Yes, I'm much happier with that. <laughs> I didn't want to see it on a menu or get a bucket of bat. <laughs> you get a well, yeah, it's not gonna be on a menu very often, no. Oh, I, I'm still not. I think this I'm, is a very specialized thing. I'm still not happy. <laughs> all right. So what do you, what do you what? I'll, why don't you do one now? What do you got? Oh my gosh! I don't. It's been a weird week for me personally. You know, it's just been. Um, I had a trip last weekend, hence no discussion. So I just kind of feel like. I really didn't have a week and didn't really get to look at much. Yeah, you weren't, weren't so, really checking things out so too much. I was thinking, but I always think that, oh, when um, when we have our kind of come down, cool down, whatever we do on our Sundays together, that I could touch bases with some things that have happened. And um, I don't know really what happened that much, except for I do think it's odd that, but, well, the train derailment. Yeah, I wasn't even going to go there, but devastating, yeah. Devastating. Yeah. Devastating. And, um, but, um, and it's, uh, you know, the, um, anniversary of Selma, but bigger than that, you know, the big Lebowski is 25 years old now. No, I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> I got to put on my robe and I think, slippers. And... I think we need to have some white Russians. <laughs> oh yeah. And make a white Russian. Make yeah. some white Russians and watch a movie. Yeah. But, uh, so there's that, but, um, um, well, that there was the Iranian schoolgirl thing poisoning. Oh my gosh! Really, That's so what's terrible. Happening? I, I know I'm not an expert in any of that, so who, and I don't do so Iranian do think, geopolitics okay, really. A, but who's doing it, and B, why? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think there's. They don't know. I mean, they're, they're not telling us anyway. If if somebody does know, but um, I guess there's been you know a, a sort of a rash of this going around, and uh, first thing was in November, and it's pretty mysterious. Um. And it seems to be, you know, it seems to be possibly kind of a reaction to the, you know, women and girls kind of protesting and, yeah. and they're trying to just scare them off from doing that. But which would mean it was kind of sponsored by the government in some way. And, you know, it's kind of a failed state, I guess, right now. And they're they're um, kind of, you know, being very extreme and and unpredictable. And it's uh, it, it doesn't seem like it seems like there's challenges ahead. Um, in that part of the world. But again, I'm not really an expert in all that, but it just seems it's so sad. What there's there's always been challenges ahead in, in that part of the world. Well, yeah, but I mean right now that the Iranian government seems to be reaching reaching yeah. pretty deep. So did you see that Vanessa Bryant, you know, got did a settlement, you know, with uh, Los Angeles County it's like about the photos she was had that case about. Oh yeah, with the, yeah. as they uh, the police like released or released leaked the photos, the photos or something um, of Kobe and her daughter. Yeah, and the only reason I bring it up because it's kind of an example of the uh, sort of morbid curiosity. You know, it's kind of related to the outrage porn in that it's this, it's a similar kind of morbid curiosity that like you know we can't look away. We 
the train wreck, whatever it is, mm-hmm. we have to stop and look at it. And it's the same thing as that plane crash. You know, you have to, especially when it involves celebrities, you know, somebody's got to look and there, there's a market for that, that content. Well, and the, the outrage too, it's now at the people who are supposed to be protecting us acting badly. Right. You know, and um, that do not have our safety or well-being at heart and are, are you not at the forefront? And that's what's always kind of um, gets me is like, you know, what just one more time of being disappointed on the people who are supposed to be protecting our laws, our rights, and our documents. Our documents. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, there's no. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole systems, like, can't do the basic things they're supposed to do. No, that's crazy. It's crazy. And then, the, um, here we are at the beginning of March where things are supposed to be kind of uh, thawing out and, we're, <laughs> and uh, we're on the East Coast, uh, East Coast, we're on the West Coast and we're getting fumbled with all kinds of crazy weather and more and more crazy weather um, is just popping up. So that's kind of been hard to deal with. It's unusual. Usually this time of year we'd have like 70 degree days here and there and go out and do stuff. We're not having right. those right now. Right. Right. So that's been kind of a uh, weird. Yeah. And it's the foothills are in like snowed in as if it was the high Sierra. <laughs> People are like, don't, they don't have snow plows because it doesn't snow like that. They're, they get snow normally it's a few inches and it melts pretty fast, but there's people snowed in with two, three feet of snow or more. And they're just, you know, they're not, they're not, they don't have the resources to deal with that because it's so unusual. And like, they don't plow the roads normally there and that kind of thing. So they don't have, you know, the normal, you know, the infrastructure to to normally handle this because it's not, doesn't ever happen. So people are on their own to kind of dig out. So, I mean, how much longer do you think we'll be, you know, looking at this kind of crazy cold weather? They kind of said... I mean, last year they were going, get used to that hot summer. It's going to be hotter. Well, that's the thing. It's extremes. That's what we're dealing with, our extremes. I know, but are we going to have a hot summer? I don't know if this year will be hot, but we will have definitely hot, hot summers. I'm ready for a warm summer. <laughs> I know. I, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that as much as so, a lot of people do. So the state of California has a, had a 10-year uh, drought. Is it only 10? It seems like it's longer than I that. Know. It seems like a forever drought. Yeah. So they... Um, they say that the drought is pretty much going to be cured by the, this. This uh, I don't know, cured everywhere, but only if, only if it stays cool and the snowpack melts slowly. Okay. So if it's melts, otherwise, we're going to flood. And- yes. Yes. <laughs> and they'll have to let all the water out or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. So. So they won't be able to like capture it in the reservoirs because we won't use well, it at the right pace speed. Um, and like it's not replacing groundwater because the ground has just been so dry, and um, so if it melts slowly, that's another way it can get back in the groundwater. You know, here's my my extensive geological training. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so well, let's go. I know you weren't going to bring up the train crash, but you know, there's that big train crash in Greece, right? And immediately, immediately, every official. Uh, who was supposed to be in charge of the train uh, transportation quit. They, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that. 
yeah, it, um, it, uh, yeah, they, 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 uh, took off. Oh, I, I, I saw that there was a train crash in Greece, but I did, I didn't really see the details. Well, so, uh, it's pretty cool that these, um, pharmaceutical companies are finally, um, setting the price for insulin, you know? Yeah. That's a, that's a good thing. It's a good thing is it's a, it's a, it's a drop in the bucket. But well, it's not, it's not if you're not able to take your insulin. No, it's I not. understand that, but I mean, yeah, that's. Oh yeah. That's and true. overall in terms of how they're screwing us. Yes. It's a, <laughs> it's a drop in the bucket, but it's still it's a big say. one. I mean, I mean, they were saying like millions of people don't take, you know, limit their insulin because they couldn't afford it. So they were like rationing their own insulin. And so yeah. that's a and good so, problem to fix. So here's a good question. Here's a, here's a question about that is, um, then why didn't the um, insurance companies spend sooner? Because they just don't fucking The insurance companies. Yeah, like they care. You're right. They, they have a they have a, this thing called an actuary that helps them figure out how to make money. And it doesn't involve making us you know live longer or do anything good. <laughs> you know, it's a broken system because that's all it is. It's right. How can they maximize, you know, that so that they can make this whole, you know, goofy system work? I, I, I guess I should have um, looked this topic up more, but like insulin, there's a, there's generic insulins, right? Yeah, there are. I mean, yes, there are. And I think it kind of varies what kind of different people have to take and some are generic and some not something like that. I don't know. I don't know all the details, but I know there are, there are people that can take generic insulin. Cause that's one of the ones that also got the price reduced. Cause even generic insulin was high. I think, as I understand it, I might be wrong. Because I also saw a report talking about how some of it was some of the stuff that would be called generic was also lowered. But I thought one reason, another reason to bring that up is because it might you could call that maybe a, an example of sort of a useful or effective application of outrage, right? Because it was kind of basically the people moaning about it or you know complaining about it that finally got that them to do anything. But here's the outrage that um, we have um, not talked about. Even just you and I going like ever, no. Well, we just haven't talked about it because it's just ridiculous. But the whole um, Rupert Murdoch's testimony. Oh, the whole Fox News thing. Yeah, I Yeah, I wasn't going to talk a lot about that, but yeah, I think we should talk about that. What do you mean you we weren't going to talk about it? I'm going to make you talk about yeah, it yeah, because no, because it's like this. <laughs> you know, like we we have so many politicians right now that just say whatever they want to they sit whatever they want to say, and it's now we have like quote unquote news. So did are they going to have to take news off? That should be one of the things that they can't do Fox <laughs> News anymore. It has to be Fox Entertainment. Well, the problem is those laws that used to talk about that kind of thing don't exist anymore. How come? Well, I don't know. It was, it was kind of a Reagan thing and they, you know, wanted to, just a free market thing and all that sort of stuff. And so that those laws went away, that, that news had to be, you know, had to be balanced or whatever. You had to have, you know, fair back oh, and forth, well, the you, fair, okay, fair doctrine. That's a different, that's a, that's not. That's different, different than truth. You're talking about truthful. I'm talking about truthful, right. I'm talking about truthiness. Yeah. And that's the problem with that is it was always maintained by norms. There was not really any law. We have the first amendment, right? So yeah. the first amendment is strong and, and it should be a high bar for proving, um, 
you know, defamation or whatever. And, but, you know, so it's not illegal to lie as long as you don't um, hurt anybody, hurt anybody, but you're hurting people. Yeah, I know. But proving that is really hard, which is like I say, it's kind of good. If you want it to be, we don't want defamation suits just left and right. Every time somebody says something, you know, anything, but on the other hand, I know. So where are the norms that used to check this, right? The norms have gone away. We don't, we, because we don't want it to be true. We want it to be what we want to hear, whether it's Fox or MSNBC or whatever we listen to. And I got, I got accused of being a Trump supporter because uh, I was saying that there's some hypocrisy and some irony in MSNBC, you know, sort of clutching their pearls over how dare a company say they would, they might lie to their, you know, the user base if they were losing market share. Like, you don't think MSNBC would have a conversation like that if they were being threatened with market share. And, you know, they may not lie in the same way with the same magnitude or whatever. They might do more selective. But you don't think they'd spin a little bit more conservative, I should say more extreme, if they saw they were losing audience because of that? I mean, of course they'd have a conversation like that. Well, there's definitely things that that MSNBC does not report. Exactly. I mean, they're going to be selective. Yeah. Or, yeah, they'll kind of gloss over it or spin it a little, or like you say, just not talk about it at all. Yeah. So, I mean, so you are admitting things. So it's hard. That's a little harder to, um, but I mean, Fox News does the same thing. They exactly. Just, they they totally report on anything, but. Right. But that's what I'm saying. That, they, that, that The reason why I said there was some irony and some hypocrisy about it is because MSNBC, like, is uses the same business model. It's the same template it's the same formula are you kidding make it entertaining have everybody watch then you get can charge more for for advertisers that's the business model well exactly and the way you do that is sort of being more outrageous more polarizing more that's what 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 listeners want want now and that's what that was kind of my whole point that you know was my classic thing about you know we met the enemy and it's us you know i mean we're the ones who want it this way and my point was kind of and and so that was the biggest point that we're the ones who want it this way it wouldn't be this way if we didn't there's a market for it. So somebody's going to deliver that product, right? That's what it comes down to. And we want it. We don't want, like I said in the beginning, we don't want the truth. We want, <laughs> we want to be, we want the story that we like. We want the story that makes us feel good. We want the story that makes us feel literally sort of superior over the other side. We want to see the other side do stuff that makes us mad. That makes us sort of, it, it justifies us being mad at them. It justifies, you know, us whatever doing bad things to them. And so we want that. So no wonder they're going to deliver that. And they were threatened by Newsmax, who was willing to go a little farther than Fox. And so, like, they felt they had to go farther, too, to retain those listeners or uh, viewers. And so, you know, but so and I, so all I kind of made a point is, like, it's kind of like there's some hypocrisy and irony that MSNBC is kind of clutching their pearls over it. And, oh, my God, people just assumed I was just like a Fox devotee and I was I was brainwashed by Fox and it's because you don't understand the blah, blah, blah. And it's so funny, like you're kind of doing the thing I'm saying while you're talking, you know, kind of thing. But but there is the question, like you say, there is this question. And I, I, I know it's kind of getting in the weeds to talk about C. Edwin Baker and all this kind of research that was being done years ago. But, you know, there are things that can be done. The First Amendment isn't, you know, doesn't isn't just a blanket protection of everything. You can't you can't yell fire in a theater. Well, and also and, re, there are reg, you can regulate media. Right. You can you do. There are other things we regulate and media has been regulated before. So you can't and, you know, finding that line and where is it? OK. But I mean, there are things that can be done. I mean, a big challenge about. This whole space is that. 
nobody has really done a good job to understand the economic model and figure out what an antitrust type regulation would look like for this model. Because it's not widgets built in factories, you know, and it's not a typical supply chain because it's the market is us and our attention and our eyeballs. So we're the market and, and the buyer is the advertisers, right? So that's a different kind of market to figure out what does antitrust look like in that environment where we're the product that's being sold to marketers, right? Mm -hmm. And so that is not the same kind of, that's not the same as widgets being sold and made in a factory and people agreeing on the price of widgets at a certain scale, right? So figuring out what that looks like, no one stepped back because we just try to map it into the rest of the world and it doesn't work because it's not how it works. It's a, it's a, it's a unique model. So that's, that creates a challenge for it right there. But, but yeah, I mean, how do you can't really make it illegal to lie? Cause that's this problem. How do you, you know, I mean, you could, I think though, like you said, could, you could perhaps do something like you're saying, like newspapers have to label advertisements. I don't even know if that's true anymore. No, it's so this. If you look in magazines, they have that little have, thing at yeah, the bottom. It looks like an article, but at the top, it has to say somewhere. It has to say it's an advertisement, right? So obviously, you can regulate things and still be within the First Amendment um, limitation. So same kind of thing. You could say something like it. You were saying in the beginning, if they're going to put news on this piece, your restriction on lying might be higher bar. You might have a higher bar bar for lying. I mean, it's still hard to prove, blah, blah, blah. They didn't know. They, they thought they researched it. You know, there's still a lot of nuance in all that, but it could still improve it if it's just like a blatant, like this is like, there's a compounding amount of evidence showing that this is BS and you're, and you still are saying it. Um, but yeah, so I think it could be, but I mean, is there an appetite for any of that right now? And we've, we've been in what, 40 years of this kind of deregulation mindset and we just want to deregulate everything. And so is there a, a will, you know, at the, at the, you know, legislative level and or even, even among the populace or among politicians to do anything about it? I don't know. I guess we'll see. But the, but then the other half of it, like if I look at what now, if Fox, if Fox loses this lawsuit, it's going to be bad, but it's not going to kill them. They're going to be fine. It's only like a billion dollars. Like that's, that's not great, but it's not going to put them out of business. People act like they'll stop doing this or. Well, I mean, I think. The hope, and they probably won't lose anyway, the by the way. Is, you don't think they're going to lose? No, because defamation is so hard to prove. I think they're proving it pretty well. Yeah, you would think, but you'd be surprised. Defamation. Yeah, I know. It looks pretty <laughs> rock solid, pretty right? Rock solid. And you talk to the experts and the, the experts that have been out there have been said, yeah, this is the best defamation case they've seen in 50 years or whatever. But. That doesn't, I mean, but still, is judge? it enough? I mean, who's the judge? And yeah, I don't know. All the, I think last time I saw it was a fairly neutral judge, but, um, you know, and so it might, but, but it is, it's it really hard to prove forever. It might be, and it's really hard to prove defamation. So, and they probably wouldn't lose. They probably wouldn't get awarded the whole billion dollars anyway, but, but even if they lost, they're not going to stop and it's not going to shut them down. The other half of it is, I don't think there's any particular major consequences for this for Fox in terms of losing viewers, right? I mean, you know, the, basically, the, if 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 the viewers know about this story, they're basically being told they lied to you to tell you a story that you wanted to hear, and they lied to you, and and they and you could say, well, they think you're an idiot or whatever, but not really. They just know what what trick what pushes your buttons. But will that I'm saying that won't have any effect because no, people still want to hear what they want to hear. Of course they do. But so they're I not going to nobody's going to turn off Fox because of this. No. No. Uh no. 
but I a think, small percentage, maybe. I think that, and I think that there, you were going to find that people are going to, they're going to have to change. There's going to have to be some changes. Some people may lose their shows. Uh, Janine Pirro may not be on any. Well, they may try to find a scapegoat and exactly. fire one person. Exactly, or or a couple. And they may didn't they already get rid of Do- Lou Dobbs? So I mean, they may just try to pin it all well, on him. Got rid of Shep and, and well, he Dobbs he and, left. He left on his own. He's going. He went somewhere he else. Went to CNN. To CNN. Yeah. Which you know, everyone said. What did I hear that? No one watches CNN unless there's a national disaster, and that's when everyone goes to CNN. Right. CNN struggles for market share because they – and now they've, they've tried to shift to be more center. You know, I don't, CNN, I don't know if it's worked or if they look more – if they actually – because I don't think you're going to get a, a conservative to say CNN isn't far left, right? Even if they were far left, you wouldn't get a, a conservative to say it because forever they've always thought of CNN as the fake news and yada, yada, right? And if CNN is doing this twist to – or this pivot to uh, uh, being more conservative, you know, or at least being more centrist, you know, I, and that's how they end up with a Shep Smith. That's how they end up with Bill Maher. And, you know, they've done some other stuff, but would you find them to be centrist? I, I know there's no conservative that's going to find them to be centrist. They're still going to consider them far left, but yeah, they live in this little space. That's a little bit unusual because they don't really own that, that, that more antagonistic market that is sort of, Fox News versus MSNBC. And they're the first, CNN is the very first 24 hours news channel. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they do have a legacy that they didn't protect very well. Yeah. And they still do kind of stand out among the, like in a big disaster, people tune into CNN often, right? Because it's got more actual news than like a, a, opinions channels like Fox and. and um, what, what channel is Kramer on? Isn't he on Fox Business or something? No, I think he's on CNN. He might be on CNN. <laughs> that, that guy's been a clown forever. And it's almost like he's a clown and he knows it. It's like this is sort of another example of the of the Fox News thing, why I say there's not going to be any consequences. Because, like, people know that guy's an idiot, but they still watch him because he's entertaining and they want to they wanna hear what they want to hear, right? So, I mean, that, but he's they not think, really. They still think he's a genius. Some people do, I guess. The button. Remember the button? Yeah. yeah the big button. Well, oh, I need the button. Let me get my button. Yeah, go get your button. But yeah, but, uh, yeah. So I guess Warner Brothers owns um, CNN now. So that, yeah. So um, now this problem with this buzzer is it says words you have to bleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I to, when I bleep you, it's going to be I'm, I'm going to have to. Bleep I haven't you said on. anything bad today. I know. I think I was the one who did. <laughs> well, this is not about bleeping. It's supposed to be when you say something that I don't like or is not true, or you uh, you don't like it. You can hit it when I you say something you don't like, or you should have hit it on the bat eating people eating bats. Uh, why'd you bring that back up? I was doing okay. <laughs> You're getting over it. I was doing okay. Now all of a sudden, I'm getting a little queasy here. If anybody has a comment and wants to join in, feel free. I see we have 29 people on. That's great. Appreciate you coming on to hear us babble on. Babylon. Babylon, I guess, yeah. Yeah. So, but I think, okay, so now there's like this. We're still talking about Dominion and, all, and Fox and all that, right? I'm trying to. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I don't, um, I'm, not the, I'm not the smartest person on this. That's why, that's why we have these weekly discussions. <laughs> but I think so, you're the smarter one. No, no, no. But um, you only think I'm smart because I put cheese on everything. <laughs> you go, That's genius. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, it kind of seems like there's been some turns in that case. So um, I'm interested to see where, where we're going to go for, with this. And um, But we're just, I mean, we're in very early stages of this Dominion case, aren't we? I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know how many I mean, more witnesses and all that well, will go through. This is deposition, right? This isn't the actual. Um, or are these only depositions? Yeah. So we're like in discovery, basically. Yeah, but why do we? Okay, so why do we get discovery? I thought that was all supposed to wait to come out to a trial. Yeah, I thought so too. But for some reason, they've released some of this. I guess I, I don't fully understand it. Yeah, you need to get a legal expert about that. Well, I need a legal expert on many things because there's another. Um, stories we've been listening to lately about um, people who are in jail and why they're in jail. And everybody's in jail because they just can't get a fair trial. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I always says, right? When you go to jail, everybody's innocent in jail. <laughs> yeah. Everybody just can't get a fair trial. But so I wanted to ask you again, um, my Encyclopedia Britannica, and that just made me really old that I even know what that is. But um, how do they still have those? I don't know. We could find out. But um, so when they say that you know everybody's um, is uh, has the right to a, a fair and speedy trial, what the f does speedy mean? Yeah, it's been it's been well. I mean, that came from you know that was part of the whole you know that was that was the way you know that people basically got put in jail forever you know, without being ever being convicted, you know, you know, at that time in England and, and other, you know, countries that were trying to be authoritarian in some ways. And um, so that was why that got put in there is that, you know, you couldn't just go to jail forever, um, waiting for your trial to happen. And that's where that comes from. But yeah, what exactly does speedy mean anymore? Because some of these people do sit in jail for a long time, like 18 months, a couple of years, very long time. Very long time, yeah. So I don't know exactly. There is a question of what speedy means. And then, you know, like, so that, that Murdoch trial, that won't, that seemed, I don't know, I don't know enough about how long he sat in jail. Well, I'm sure he had, don't you think he had, he, did he have bail? Was he out on bail? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I don't know enough about that trial. I mean, to me, the jurors saw the evidence and they convicted him, so I figure they probably got it right. Well, I wasn't really talking about that trial in particular, I'm just talking about some, like some of the things that we've been watching lately. And I'm like, what, you know, what's up with the uh, speedy trial BS? Yeah, well, and of course that applies, I think, only when you're, you know, under a criminal threat of going to jail. I don't think that matters as much in civil cases. But yeah, it's but still people, not speedy. Are people, yeah. are people actually sitting in prison for years and years and years waiting for oh, yeah. especially that's, first trial? Well, and that's part of this whole bail debate and all that stuff, right? I mean... You know, there's a lot of people that are up for a relatively minor charge, stuck in bail, you know, without that can't thought, get bail. Okay, so that did get in in our state that was voted. I thought that got overturned, though. Right. I so mean, it was there for a while and got overturned. I, again, I don't remember all the details. I didn't follow that that closely. But um, that's something that we should follow a little more closely because I think that's important because... Um, Right, because it's affecting a lot of ways. A large a, percentage a, of that is, is poor people or middle class people. It's also a barrier to, you know, to defending yourself. To justice, yeah. Defending yourself, because also when you're when you're in prison, you do not have access to um, the tools to defend yourself. Oh yeah, some people talk about that. Some of these local county prisons and stuff are like worse than state prison or federal prison. I mean, I, I don't know it. if that's true, but I mean, you hear people talking about that, I that they had a, they had more resources available to them in federal prison than they did in, you know, county jail. 
I, I do think there's more um, regulations on what has to happen in prison than just in uh, jail. But anyway, so we sh so um, note of the day is let's stay out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> if they want to put you in jail, they're going to put you in jail. I have. To. Don't get don't 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 make the wrong cop mad at you. I've done that once before. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> well, I guess one thing related to that, uh, somewhat related to that train one, is they are that CEO from that train was it Norfolk Southern is going to appear before Senate next week or this week, I guess, on the 9th. Um, you know, and to me, that's another opportunity for a lot of theatrics, right? I mean, all these all these senators are going to grandstand about something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so they are going to sit there and they're going to have their little back and forth right. pointing at each other. And, exactly. And uh, why did you do this? And how come you didn't do this? And, that, and then what's going to happen? Oh, nothing. Never, nothing ever happened. So what are we doing? Like the Wells Fargo guy was up there for all that time. They yelled at him. They made him look bad, but nothing happened. It didn't matter. I but mean, did got, our bills change? No. He got a bonus for that. Yeah. Yeah. He got a bonus in the end. So none of that matters. But, but yeah, it, it's a good, it, it's all theatrics. They, this, the Congress people love this stuff because it gives them an opportunity to, you know, make whatever other point they want to make. Like I'm sure Republicans will somehow try to really blame all this on Biden. And some Democrats will probably try to blame it all on Trump somehow. And, you know, and then maybe Katie Porter will show, Katie Porter will have some kind of a chart whiteboard. with spreadsheet of whiteboard with a bunch of numbers hey, on don't it. don't mess with my Katie Porter. <laughs> you know, so they're all, they're all, you know, going to try to grandstand every minute they possibly can to get some airtime and some sound bites for their favorite, you know, either Fox or MSNBC or CNN or whatever, try to get some airtime for their for whatever other position they have going on. So those kind of things are always, like you say, it's just a, it's a big show and nothing ever happens. <laughs> Katie Porter and her whiteboard. Uh, <laughs> uh, if they, whenever she gets her statue, if she's not holding a whiteboard, they're not doing her justice. Yeah. I mean, she's, you gotta love her. When they did those cartoons, the cartoon presidents. Oh yeah. They they could have easily done a Katie Porter where she just writes a on the whiteboard everywhere. Does a big spreadsheet on the whiteboard. Yeah, but I don't care. I love her. Yeah, there has been there have been some pretty good Katie Porter moments for sure. She's Absolutely. pretty good at that. She's pretty good at that. Absolutely. But um, yeah, so I'm just I'm getting more and more and more. Um unhopeful on the on you know all this all these big trials all these big uh you know hearings and stuff and nothing comes of it right it's just a lot of see i told you so see okay so what are you gonna do you're in um well it's kind of like the facebook thing like for 20 years basically or at <laughs> least 15 years zuckerberg just goes up there oh i'm so sorry this privacy leak happened and we won't, we're, we're going to do better. We're going to do better. It's I'm, I, and he just, you know, he acquiesces, you know, he acquiesces and, you know, just like, Oh, genuflex and everything. And it's all my fault, but nothing happens. doesn't matter. He'll be there two years later doing the exact same thing. <laughs> well, you know, that's cause they can. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, but that's what I'm saying. It's so similar to just exactly what you're talking about, right? I mean, they uh, 
they get they go up there, they get yelled at. You know, people think, yeah, you got them now, and then nothing happens. Doesn't matter. No. Doesn't matter at all. You're making a lot of noise back there. I'm making there. a lot of noise over here. Right now, so. But otherwise. All right, so nothing else has got you outraged this week? Um, well, <laughs> the the Fox News thing, but, you know, and like how um, that uh, Murdoch can just go, yeah, well, you know. Well, I did. It was kind of I'm funny. I'm not that, a red or blue. I'm green. Well, it was kind of funny that, yeah. And it was kind of funny that spin about how, you know, yeah, it looks like, I think, yeah, it looks like maybe uh, Lou Dobbs overstepped or whatever. It's like, he's totally trying to see if he can blame it all on Lou Dobbs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And here's the other thing. What are we going to do about DeSantos? I mean, we'll just see how it goes, I guess. It'll be interesting to see, you know, him head to head, you know, his baby sort of baby Trump how that works and whether, you know, Trump seems to be able to do things that don't work for anybody else. Like other people try the same stuff he does and it just doesn't work. Like it doesn't play. Yeah. So it's like, he's got this weird, unique thing that he can just do the stuff that he does. People love it. It works. Anybody else tries to copy him. It just doesn't work. Like it doesn't fly. Yeah. We, we one of the things that we, we felt was early on was, you know, if nothing else, he's exposing, um, Trump is exposing all our weaknesses. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so, oh, yeah. So we need to thank him for that. Oh, yeah. He didn't create this divide. He didn't no. create these wedge no. issues. He just he shoved just, a wedge in him just, and hit it with a sledgehammer. Went, hey, check it out. <laughs> it's like, we, he didn't create the wound, but he sure knows how to put salt on it. <laughs> so my question is, is DeSantis a, um, a byproduct of Trump, or do you think we would have had a DeSantis no matter what? It's a good question. I think, you know, aspects of what he's trying to do, he's trying to sort of use the Trump playbook for sure. You know, would he have done that playbook without Trump? You know, you don't know. Would Nobody has broken as many norms, you know, as Trump did, right? So he just busted through all the norms. DeSantis has. No, but now he has. But like you say, oh, ha it's kind of like the first child, you know, breaks all the, sets all the new norms in the family, right? right. It's like, would DeSantis be able to break all those norms had Trump not first, you know, sort of done it first? And like I say, even other people, some of the norms don't work. Even though Trump broke him first, sometimes it only works for Trump. So it's kind of it'll be kind of interesting to see how it plays out. But yeah, that's an interesting question. So what would DeSantis's campaign look like now if there were no Trump? It's, a, it's an interesting question. Would he be playing some of these same, you know, kind of very loud, you know, because in general DeSantis governs a little bit less radical than he talks, um, and would he be doing all that talk? If it weren't, if that Trump hadn't come along first and really set the tone for all that, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. It's an and interesting sometimes question. Sometimes I wonder if these extreme people really believe any of this, or they just think that that's going to get them the most uh, airtime. Well, and um, that people want people want change so badly that they'll let that pendulum swing all the way over and just take it. Well, that's the grievance challenge, right? I mean, Trump just tapped into that grievance, right? But, but yeah, I mean, it's it's an, you forever. There's been politicians that put on a hat and put on a show and don't really stand for that those things that strongly, right? But they know that their base wants it and they're going to say it. But you know, the the interesting thing about that those text messages that were exposed during the January sixth committee show that there are people, you know, fairly high up 
in those circles that do believe that stuff because they weren't they didn't you know they were putting they weren't putting on a show for the public they were trying to explain to mark meadows that you know the space lasers are you know the jewish controlled space lasers are going to wipe us out you know they they were saying this nobody stuff nobody said that they didn't say that but they said stuff like that they said conspiracy theory, theory type stuff to mark meadows on a private message so they believed it like and these were congress people that have access to you know Intelligence. actual intelligence yeah. right they, they have access to more information than any of us have and they still believe this stuff so there are a little bit of both i think there are definitely like the to me the ted cruises and some of those guys i mean that he's like a ivy league educated guy well that was my other and part. he's gonna play that's, this game that's another question it's all nonsense our current house right now what is the um what is the is it more educated or less educated than the house has passed i don't I mean, know you don't have to have a law degree you don't have to have no. a, a and that's fine you, know, you shouldn't have to have a phd but i'm also saying that right we do want we have our, we have a few that don't even have a high school degree yeah or got it sort of magically just in time uh, just so they could put okay. it on paper okay you know it's so i'm wondering about the education level of um, i don't know i mean i don't know our current house i don't know if the if the house was particularly the house a little bit less than the senate particularly the house was, you know, broken down like that, that you had some kind of just regular Joes that didn't have a lot of education uh, in the house that in representatives. Well, you said that was important. Government was supposed to be about the regular Joes that came and represented their area for a few years and went back and worked in the area they represented. And then the right. next person took a turn. Exactly. You know, so it was supposed to be regular Joes. So I get that. But I'm saying too, the, the law is not exactly always, uh, can easily be laid out on a whiteboard. I mean, it's there. It's it's difficult. It's well, yeah, and that's a whole another problem that these laws are so. Con you think any of those Congress people read a seven hundred page law? No, you don't. And so, so <laughs> and, and then if they did read it, would they understand it? No, but that's why you ha that you hire people. You have a you have an office. You have all your staffers. You have staffers that can help you with that. You have consultants. Right. But that's part of the challenge too, is that but the these law laws. The law is also a living thing. It's tested and practiced and, and you precedent know, and all that and, sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and if the law is not working or not working for a few, you know, it can be changed. But I'm just wondering if when you um when you go into you get you get elected, great, let's go. We're going to uh, we're going to the Capitol. And you get your office. Do you get assigned everybody? Do you get assigned a, sta a staff, or do you go and you have to get your own staff? I think you have to get your own staff. Well, so if you're picking, I mean, I would think that you would want the smartest, most seasoned. <laughs> 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 you know, staff you could possibly get. I, you know, that whole saying: you never want to be the smartest person in the room. Right. I mean, I never, I never want to be the smartest person in the room, you know, A, because then um, it all falls on you to figure it out. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's like, so is, is education and, and intelligence really that frowned upon? Well, I mean, you have your circles where it's like, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing that you know, I mean, Bertrand Russell talked about this quite a few years ago about how, and so did so did Carl Sagan. You know about how 
yeah, it's like we've got this weird, perverse, anti-science, anti-education, you know, kind of mentality out there that um, does. There's a lot of people that are against. Well, I can see it too. Is that as education gets harder and harder to obtain via, you know, it's you know, education in this last twenty years has gotten very expensive. Last fifty years, but yeah, very very expensive. So why wouldn't you, you know, snub it? I think that we should look into getting somebody who could tell us exactly. Okay, you're elected. Now what? Oh, you mean like uh, what was the, you know, what was Mr. Smith goes to Washington kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Do something like that. Say, yeah. here's how this all works in practice. Yeah. So, so now what? What when we say staffers, what what is that? What does that um, entail? Well, so I did... someone that answers your phone and then someone that locks your door. But I mean, do you have other people who? I mean, do you have a legal staffer? Do you have a, someone who just does your calendar? Do you have someone that does your security clearance? Do you have, I mean, all, all this. Right. Do you have your PR person who just, because you know, your constituents are allowed to come and see you in, in your, right. in your you office. You could do tours and all that, yeah. Well, and also come and make an appointment to see you, You're suppo- and you're supposed to accept those appointments. Yeah. So I'm saying this needs to be an episode. I just got elected. Now what? Now what happens? I will say that I did see a story about this by 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 a um, you know by a congressperson that said that talked about how they did. It was like that where like they get there and like now what and they have like and they had this orientation and the orientation was run by like corporations like explaining like well you just just need to go along with us on all these things like okay, wait yeah now I really need no, no. <laughs> and then you're like wait who's running why is a corporation running this. <laughs> yeah. I bet we could try to get our own guy to tell us about I that. I know, but I don't. Yeah, but I don't want to hear any of his agenda. And right, right, exactly. Hear, I want to hear the nuts and bolts. Who's you know? MTV. You arrive at day one. What happens? Yes, you're exactly. Like exactly. You come stumbling off the airplane. <laughs> you're still hungover from your, <laughs> from your parties. <laughs> yeah, you know and. You know, you, you have to get fitted for a tux because there's going to be some stuff coming up. And, you know, the is there a uh, dress code book? Is there, you know, is there hazing? Yeah. I know there is. Yeah. You know there is. There's got to be. Just like on the baseball team where all the, the rookies have to wear a, like, you know, Dora Explorer backpack on the plane. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So this is what I want. Can you make that happen? I don't please? know. I can try. Thank you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a lasagna. <laughs> yeah, that would. I think. I think that those are the things we need. It is. It is a good question. I. I wonder if somebody's done like a, like a documentary like that, where they just kind of walk somebody through to look into that. And then, like, if you're if your person didn't get reelected, you you are. Let's say you are a staffer. And your person didn't get reelected, you know, what's your, you're chance? Looking for- what, yeah. So what chances do you get for, to stay with the person who comes in if they're the same party or not? I mean, how party, how party. Oh, those are pretty much party specific usually. Yeah. yeah. But you, you know, you're basically looking for a job after if that person leaves most of the time. But I'm wondering because you've already been there and if you've been a, a decent staffer, you know, yeah, there's probably get, a demand. There's probably like, you know, Elizabeth Warren. There's say, like a, Oh, Craigslist kind of yeah, system we, somewhere. Yeah, so and so over there got these staffers that we need. We need to glom glom onto. 
Right. You know, who's who's that? Kid? Oh, yeah, because those staffers, I'm sure, can make or break Madison, you. What's that guy who was in and out? Madison. You're talking about Madison Cawthorn? Cawthorn, yeah. So he's got you know, he's got a bunch of staffers. So we're his staffers. He's out now, though, right? I, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, That's I my see. point. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah. are his staffers actual seasoned staffers? Or are they just a bunch of frat boys? <laughs> yeah. With him, who knows? I don't know. You know, I couldn't think of anybody else who was just in and out fast. But then again, there's like people who, um, you know. Well, that's a whole other problem. Why isn't there anybody that's in and out fast? Why are they, why are they in their freaking life? <laughs> I know. I know. Freaking fine sign. Well, I guess this is the year. This Now it's too much. I'm 98 and now it's too much. Are you yeah. effing kidding me? <laughs> right. I don't know how old. <laughs> okay, that that. I don't even know what that like, said. What did that even say? It's bull poo. No, oh, that was bull poo. Okay, but yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, that button made me lose my train of thought. I know. Well, I've got so I've got my three or four stupid things. Uh oh. Well, you know, only three. <laughs> I, well, four, maybe four. Well, so one thing I saw is that they did a study with mice, a lot of studies with mice, and they found that, you know, and I've talked to you about this. So this is to me, this I was like, wait, this is new. But they they found that, you know, because I read a lot of neuroscience stuff. Right. So they found that if you raise the heart, oh, I rate, love you, baby, <laughs> if you raise the heart rate of mice, that creates that causes them, you know, increases their stress. It seemed like we knew this. We've known this for a long time. That, you know, this is the kind of self-biofeedback kind of stuff you can do and stuff like that. But but they artificially raised the heart rate and this caused... Maybe a caffeine or... I don't know what they use. I don't know. Crack cocaine or... Yeah, but, and then that induced anxiety in the, in the mice. <laughs> so to me, this seems... I guess the new thing about this study is that it's kind of a direct thing that oh, really wait, shows... Oh, wait, stop. So that's where the study ended? Well, I think that was their main thing. You they wanted raise, to show you raise your heart rate, and oh, you get anxiety. Well, and you do that. They, Study well, I, done. Thank <laughs> you for the check. Well, I think it was like they wanted this one variable kind of thing, where they only changed the one variable, and that was enough to induce stress. I think they wanted to really lock in this idea that you know that you could affect your stress that that you know like your stress levels cause your heart rate to raise. But we're also this this study also shows that if you raise your if your heart rate goes up, your stress level goes up. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's like, I know. It seems like well, we already not, knew this, but. Because you're not relaxed. But I guess this. Anytime you're not relaxed. Well, and I, so I guess that's the thing about this study. It just kind of nails it down that, yeah, they've got a, they've got now research that shows there's like this clear link that it, it works both ways. You know, that you raise your Why heart. Why didn't we get that check? What do you mean? Why did we get that research check? Because we could have done, I go, I'll do it on a human right now. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Look at him. Yep. Yeah. yep. Heart rate went up. <laughs> Stress is up there. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They had to kind of isolate somehow this into one one function. But yeah, to me, it was like, didn't we already know this? Seems like we've known this for years and years. But I guess this study just kind of nailed it down into a simple, really direct link that could show this. But yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. I want to go to the um, fundraiser dinner to <laughs> yeah. raise money to find out if high heart rate makes you stressful. Yeah, well, no, that's true. But the idea is that it if somehow your heart rate goes up independently that causes your anxiety. I just to go up. said, well, if you have a high heart rate, it's stressful. Yeah, but usually you have a high heart rate because you have anxiety. I didn't say that. No, I don't. When do you just get a heart, high heart rate out of why thin air? Just, why can't you just follow it off? <laughs> just go along with what you say. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys know, but my wife is infallible. <laughs> it was in our wedding vow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my second silly thing is that some stupid company is launching DNA from former presidents into space as of some kind of tribute. And also along with like some stars from Star Trek and other stuff. But okay, so you, are you are you waiting for my comments? Because I have a few. <laughs> yeah, I, I am waiting for your comments. Okay. Go. What's the source of the DNA? <laughs> well, the four presidents. Hair. Oh, it's his hair mostly. Yeah, his okay. hair. Okay. So, ooh. Ooh, and, exactly. Uh, yeah. And the uh, what's what's the expected outcome? That's what I was asking, and I, as far as I can tell, nothing. Okay. It's just like a tribute and a memorial that this stuff will be in space now. Okay. <laughs> and okay. This is money well spent. I have more questions. <laughs> okay. Who's doing this? Well, it, it, it appears to be some private company. And to me, okay, it, fine. Then do whatever it just, I know, it just looks like a publicity Oops. stunt. Sorry. I'm going to show off your, your uh, rocket technology or something, I guess. I don't know. It seems like it's basically a publicity show stunt. Show your rocket technology. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> said not as a euphemism. <laughs> oh my gosh. So okay. who do you think the four presidents are? Well, they have to have their hair and it's former presidents, right? Right. Dead or alive? Uh, that's a clue, but they are all dead. Okay. Well, I'm, fig I'm figuring Clinton's DNA is everywhere. So <laughs> don't, don't need to worry about that. It's probably already in space for all we know. Whatever. Probably already in space. So. Wait, and Clinton's not dead. I know, but I'm just saying that's why I asked you. Yeah. Okay. So um, it has to be somewhere where they can actually get their hair. Do they have George Washington's hair? I think they do have that. Didn't we see some of that in the uh, Smithsonian? By the way. I don't care what side you're on. Um, Washington, D.C. is a great place to be. It is Like all the museums and stuff? It is freaking fantastic. And also, don't forget all the music bars in Georgetown. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah, it's a new... And the chances of running into somebody are pretty high. It's, it's a great place to be. So, anyway... Um, so I'm wondering if we're looking kind of just like at 1800s presidents. I'll give you a hint that one is an 18 uh, is a seven is 18th century president. Okay, so 1700. And then um, the other three are all 20th century. Well, Eisenhower was bald. <laughs> That's one of them, though. Well, okay. I mean, I guess you still have hair was somewhere. It back hair. <laughs> Down as I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? But why Eisenhower? Uh, well, I mean, you know, General Eisenhower. So, and, no Roosevelt's then. Nope, I said I was surprised by that. No Roosevelt. Roosevelt's got the big, huge mustache. They should send this whole damn mustache <laughs> in his face. <laughs> just, yeah. The next satellite should be shaped like Roosevelt's mustache. <laughs> I know he's like it's it's he's on Mount Rushmore. You'd think what? he'd be in space, but yeah, it's not. He's not one of them. And not Lincoln. You know, not Lincoln. I was surprised. I expected there to be Lincoln, but no Lincoln. No, I, I was, no. I, it, so we got Washington and Eisenhower are the first two. I think you're going to be mad when you know at least 
half of these are going to make you mad. Nixon. It's not Nixon, no. Okay. Is it Ford? No, but it's Reagan. No, it's not. It is and JFK. Well, JFK, you know. Okay, okay, let's talk about JK for a second. So again, <laughs> that DNA might already be up there. <laughs> It's everywhere. <laughs> but like we see all these pictures of JFK and everyone's all, oh, he was so sexy. He was so handsome. He was just, was, ew, he's not that sexy. No. Did he have a lazy eye? Maybe. I'm not sure. None of those Kennedys are good looking guys. They all kind of have a weird in, inbred sort of look to them, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> you had to go there, right? <laughs> I just I do not get the Kennedy appeal. That's funny. I it's like. Oh, I mean, he was just you know every. I know, but it's the power. Do not tell me. Oh, that's true. Yeah, do yeah. Not tell me yeah. He, do not tell me he was he oozed sex because he did not. He was. Ew. It was the power. It told one hundred percent, one hundred percent the power. Interesting. And so, and I'm saying that power did not make him that sexy. <laughs> but I I think I think I'm alone. This. Yeah, I'm gonna say I think you kind of stand alone on that. Yeah. Well, good thing you don't look like Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently not. But yeah, I, I thought that was kind of an odd choice of those four. But I mean, I guess so, they had to pick somebody. So okay, so what private companies are sending shit to space? Um, I mean, how many private companies are out there besides doing space SpaceX, stuff? Besides SpaceX. You know, that's a good question. I, I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. So that that's a thing I'd have to research. You need to come with all the information, David. <laughs> I do not know that answer. I know. I'd never heard of this company before. Something called Sullist or something like that? Sullist? Sel I never even heard of them. Is it an American company? I don't know. I don't think it is. Yeah, maybe not. But wait, why would they be American presidents Some Peruvian then? Peruvian company. Why are they doing American presidents? I then? don't know. I, I got to look up that company because I don't know. I've never heard of them before. We'll wait. And I thought, yeah. And I thought the whole thing was a little bit bogus because it's like, I don't know. It just seems like, it just seems like a um, uh, publicity stunt to me. It's all, of course it is. If you're going to space for nothing but, I mean, what else are you going to do in space? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true too. Maybe they're, maybe they're riding along with some other mission. I'm not sure. So, here, so here's a question, um, my um, very intelligent husband. How many satellites are in space? Oh, it's, it's like tons. I don't know the so, exact number. So they're we, everywhere. So when we shoot a rocket up into space. Oh, yeah. There's so much space junk. <laughs> are they like going up going, bing, bing, <laughs> shooting these satellites? And I mean, what's the chances of you hitting something, some space junk? Yeah, it's, getting, it's, it's amazing it hasn't be, happened. Yeah, because it because is kind of everywhere. Satellites have a have a shelf life. Eventually, or their orbit life. decays. Yeah, typically. What do you mean their orbit decays? I haven't. I've never heard that before. Well, gravity, you know, in their orbit, just from their spinning around, off. eventually, it kind of pulls them into the atmosphere and they crash. Oh, so they fall. Okay, so why don't we? So why don't we just have uh, robots raining on us? All well, we do, and most of them crash in the ocean. Our ocean's really polluted. <laughs> with robots or with the satellites all over the place. <laughs> because how many... I mean, they last a long time. And some of them, you, oh. they go up and they recharge them, right? And they go again. But a lot of them, yeah, they just decay finally. And, and Satellites crash. are reusable? I think some some do get they reused. Can, they can come back down and land safely on a nice pillow of... Uh, no. <laughs> and then they could just... Uh, 
Okay, let's see. All right, so you're going to see how many space junk, how much space junk there is? No, I'm not how many space junk. How many satellites? Yeah. It's a lot, but I mean, it's a big space, too. Okay, you well, got to realize how guess, big it is. Then. Well, okay, I'm going to take a guess that there's um, 100,000 satellites. Not just satellites, I mean, all the space junk that's up uh, there. That, but I didn't say space junk. Oh, just satellites? Oh, satellites would be a lot I smaller didn't, number. I didn't. Satellites will be like 2,000. Because that's all I'm looking at. But space junk, what other, what, what, what would, um, there's all the stuff that, all the stuff that the, um, um, the lab dumps out, all the stuff that other rockets have dropped off on their way somewhere else. You mean frozen poo? Well, that too, but all, everything. Yeah. All Do of they it. just throw their trash on the ground? Yeah, because it's space. <laughs> they just eject it into space. Okay. And it's there like forever. Um, what did you say? Well, I said a couple thousand satellites. What's your, what's your website say? At the time say? that I'm recording this, so what's his date? What's the date? Okay, people, put the date on things. I know, I hate that. This websites never want to show you the date because they don't want you to know that it's three years old or whatever. Um... There are 1,071 opera operational satellites, 50% which were launched by the United States. Half of them are low Earth orbit satellites. Right. Yeah, and you know that there's a bunch of satellites we don't even know about, like spy satellites and other stuff that are, that are up there. Plus, you know, and now, you know, the space wars thing is kind of really starting, right? I mean, the future future war is going to be fought over you know a lot of it's going to be fought in space at some point like we joke around about okay, that here, here's your space junk thing yeah what's the space junk according to the united states space surveillance network there are more than twenty one thousand. Ah, pretty close to my number larger than 10 centimeters orbiting the earth yeah that's pretty close to my didn't i say twenty thousand? or did i say something stupid like two hundred thousand? <laughs> there's a um estimate Further, that five hundred thousand bits and pieces between one centimeter and ten centimeters in size. That's pretty small. I know. Enough to cause so damage, though. Mm. No, because stuff's pretty fragile that goes that goes to space. I mean, not all of it is, but a lot of stuff that goes to space is pretty fragile. Well, it has to, but it has. Okay, I'm trying. I know because it has still to still find a date people because I know it's frustrating. Yes. All right, so let me tell you. In the meantime, I'll tell you my last stupid thing. I'll tell you your last stupid thing. Well, my last stupid thing for tonight. The, uh, a scientist, quote unquote, and I, I think he's actually a scientist, but he invented a cure for hiccups. Have you heard about this? No, he didn't. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. No, he didn't. I know. I know. Because basically it's just a sort of same kind of wife tells sort of stuff, but turned into an actual sort of device. So they actually got money from, um, what's the TV show where they, where they, um, invest in things shark tank shark tank he actually got money from shark tank for this and it's basically a straw with two holes in it <laughs> you, that you, is a straw well no what i mean like like sort of like oh, a flute two. kind of holes right that you can plug or whatever <laughs> yeah and then you breathe a certain way i don't know it was so stupid i didn't go into the details but he's selling this thing for like 17.99 or something the cure for hiccups and it's like this stupid piece of plastic that got invested by the shark tank. 
got investment from the shark tank and cure for hiccups like i'm going to get the hiccups and i'm going to hunt around in the drawer somewhere for the straw well and there, remember how to use it there are people who who do get hiccups. well that's true like chronic hiccups, chronic hiccups yeah right. that's true you know um by the way my interweb showed nothing about this guy with the nothing straw. about the hiccup thing no. okay well let me uh let me show oh the other thing that i wanted to ask you about earlier because we would have had to prep for this was that why would we prep because <laughs> consumer reports actually has their i don't know 10 20 best vehicles of the year or whatever oh, but you have to be a subscriber and i know you're a subscriber, a subscriber. you could have got that list for me but i, I, I can't get well, access to that list next week dear. i guess next week we'll remember to go over that what the 20 best cars by consumer reports which i don't always agree with so yeah so this guy has got it's a device that's a basically a fancy straw let me let me add shark tank to it yeah, well, it's called the Hickaway. H I C C. <laughs> no, it is. I'm telling. It's fourteen bucks. It's fourteen bucks. Oh, it's the Hickaway. The original. It's the Hickaway. It's a real thing. <laughs> As Sheena. Oh, you can get it on Amazon. Of course you. Can. Of course you can. It's not real if you can't get it on Amazon. What is the drinking straw that cures hiccups? That's the first question. That's what you typed. Oh, that's the first oh, question somebody asked. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Funny. So yeah, if you're bothered. By serious hiccups, you can get this straw apparently in. Well, okay, so we are making fun, but I think hiccups can be a huge problem. We just don't know anybody that can, yeah, that does have. I mean, things that we laugh at can be a serious, like that's true, like Tourette's. But this thing's pretty funny anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry, a straw for $14. Hey, what was that? Um, this is way off topic, guys. Sorry. So what was that? I don't think we have any more topics. We can just say whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what was the documentary that we watched that um, somebody cured someone's Tourette's? Oh, you don't want to remember because that was like one of these cult documentaries. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it was something to do with the vow, I think. Was it the vow? I think so. Yeah. And they cured their Tourette's. And supposedly cured their supposedly. Tourette's. I mean, I don't know. And um, but then she then she freaked out because she found out all the other stuff they were doing. They're like, I want my Tourette's back. <laughs> well, and this doctor says that the guy that invented it says that basically all those home remedies are valid. Like they do, they can work if you do them right. But I don't know which home remedies he's referring to. But and, and so his so his straw thing is just like a way to sort of reliably do one of the home remedy remedies. Basically, remedies. I know I can't say remedies now. So um. But it, it cures it until they come back. It doesn't cure forever. I suppose, yeah. I mean, but what's... Isn't there some uh, Guinness World Record of... Uh, oh, my gosh. For how long you'd have... That, that would be that would be uncomfortable. It's years. That would be yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, I do That'd remember something about that. That'd be awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know we laugh at these things, but it would be terrible to have these. Yeah. But let's... Uh, Let's just laugh at the people, get them for a short time. <laughs> and, laugh, and laugh at the guy that invented the straw that does hiccups for 17 he's, bucks. He's laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, good for him. Especially if he says everything else is valid. Yeah. So I, I think it's a, since it's like a muscle spasm, hiccups are a muscle spasm, whatever works for you. Right. Maybe that, that uh, what's that percussion gun thing? You mean like for uh, muscle relaxing yeah, kind of thing? For, for muscle spasm. For muscle spasm. I don't know. Might work. <laughs> Punch yourself in the stomach with that. That <laughs> would not be good. Doesn't seem right. No. It, <laughs> well, some do with your diaphragm. So I don't think that thing's going to get to your diaphragm. 
soften your diaphragm. Well, and that's why you kind of have to use your own muscles, I guess, to kind of cure this spasm because you got to breathe a certain way to make the the pressure change happen. We'll undo it. I'm sure I got that all wrong. So, um, but it's, it's we, something we, like that. We have not been Shark Tank fans. Let's be let's be honest here. I mean, how many um, how many products have gone to Shark Tank and actually done anything? Well, I'll ask you another question, which is how many have been happy with the investment model? Well, that's a different. <laughs> uh, that's a different question. Oh yeah. I guarantee you, anybody whose product did not go anywhere was not happy with the. Well, I actually, yeah, that's a good point. I was more thinking about the ones that were successful and kind of were not happy with how the model of the Shark Tank worked once they kind of they figured out. They do seem to lowball them. Oh, they totally lowball them, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they totally, I mean, you can't blame them. You're an investor. You want to get the best possible deal you can. But I've looked at some of those deals going, there's no way I'm taking that guy's money for that. those terms. No. I mean, they want 62% of the company for $16,000 or something. I'm like, no. I mean, depends on the company, of course, but, you know, it's like some of those deals to me, I look at that. I don't know. You guys may or may not know, but I mean, like my part of my career was in advising startups and helping them raise money and stuff. So I'd be like, yeah, I would never tell anybody to go to Shark Tank. I mean, it's, it's entertaining TV, but yeah, I would never tell anybody an to go to Shark Tank. Show, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I did see this cooking oil solidifier so that you can just throw it away. You don't pour it out. It turns it into a gel. It's basically jello. And then you put it in your green? No, you well, you can't put it in your green or the garbage. Can I put it in my car and run my car off it? No. Even if I have a diesel? No. <laughs> so all these are Shark Tank products. And this, this is the product I thought was hilarious. Um, I'm looking at something that looks like kind of a halter top or yeah. something but not really but it, you don't want to know <laughs> ta -ta bra, which wait say it again ta -ta bra. you are allowed to say that <laughs> wait way, say it again slowly yeah, stop. <laughs> by the way these flower cookies are gorgeous flower cookies yeah they've got with edible flowers on them they're basically yeah, that's cool shortbreads yeah with, edible, with some stuff with on a, top uh, a candied edible edible flower on them they're beautiful. I'm thinking um, we'll be eating those later this week. <laughs> yeah, got to find some edible flowers. I don't know where you no, get those. No, I'm ordering these. Oh, oh, you're just gonna order in the cookies. You're not order, You're not gonna try to make them. Machine. It takes oh, I don't want any milk. nut milk. Thank you. <laughs> do I need to bleep that? Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, I gotta bleep. Uh, I gotta bleep the buzzer just. Yeah. <laughs> Post production. <laughs> you are awful. <laughs> now, okay, all these products I'm going through. Feel free to go through the um, Shark Tank products, and I don't know any of these products. Okay, someone actually went on Shark Tank with a Nana hat, and it's a little crochet hat that you put over the ends of bananas so they. Um, what does it say they do? So they uh, stay ripe. Stay ripe? Because bananas pretty much go ripe on their own. I know, but they go too far. <laughs> oh, this holds them from uh, going any riper somehow? Yeah, look at Wait, that little thing would do? Do you think that would work? I don't know. There's no way that would work. It's just like a little 
crochet hat on the stems of the banana. That's what I said. If you'd pay attention to me. I, if I would that. listen to you, I would know uh, that. No, but you, you know listen, me, I'm a, I'm a should, visual person. I need to see the picture. So we need to make up the um, show called Shank Tank, which is all the things that didn't make it on to Shark Tank. Women didn't make it on. Oh, like they got canceled in round one or something. Yeah, but like, like we're not going to look at that. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's a, well, given what they do look at, actually, I suspect it's a little bit like American Idol where, you know, those early rounds, it's almost like they pick the worst people just so they can have them on TV to kind of mock them. Yeah. I bet there's some of that going on with Shark Tank. Oh, compostable underwear. Well, now that seems reasonable. <laughs> Except I don't want them to start breaking down. No, I'm wearing them. No, I do not. Compostable underwear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm going to think of that. At least I'm not thinking about the bats anymore. Yeah, that's better. It seems like it's a better thing. So football is all done. We've all done that. Now baseball will be starting here pretty soon. And did F1 just start? F1 just started. They did Bahrain this weekend. Do you know who won? I Actually, I have not looked, so okay. I haven't watched that race yet. Basketball is in its swing. It's like mid-season, late season, yeah. So how long are these insane ticket prices? Oh, for basketball? Uh, baseball, basketball. Well, baseball, too, I mean, yeah. Name a sport. Yeah. But yeah, I guess these, if people will pay for it, they'll that's just how keep these doing guys it. They're getting their, you know, bazillion dollar um, paychecks, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. I mean, um, we have some friends with season tickets and they were like asking us if they wanted some tickets and it was like 800 bucks a seat. I'm like, eh, no, I can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 800 a seat. Well, you know, I mean, it, it is cool to do something like that. Like, you know, every once in a while, something really crazy like that. But yeah, cause we've, we did a couple of games in COVID time where they had the weird seating where you could, you were like 20 feet away from anybody and all that. We did a couple of games like that. That, yeah, was, we that did. was a lot of fun behind home plate and everything. Yeah. That was a lot of fun because no one was anywhere near us. Well, yeah, we, we like that in any situation, COVID or not. <laughs> no, but I like, I mean, I love going, I love live sports. I just love live sports. I don't care what the sport is. Um, I'll, I mean, I took my nieces and nephews to see uh, arena football. You did. <laughs> that was freaking crazy. I and and live, I bet that, that would be kind of fun. It, Fast moving, a lot going on. Yeah, and on TV it would have not translated. And it doesn't translate. But and you don't really have any kind of super fan loyalty or anything at like that. You're just kind of out there watching them have fun. It's almost like watching some high school kids play or something where you don't have that much stake in it. I think that, too, it's that whole um, gladiator <laughs> where everyone says it, it's like you know you everyone's got a little bit of that whole oh, we want to see the gladiator i mean uh, we hate to admit it but you and i have been to demolition derby and loved it oh yeah 
loved it. <laughs> it's got figure eights and all that going on. It's a great oh stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, crash him, crash him. Ah! No, I mean, I don't think I could do um, WWE wrestling. But then again, when I was a kid, I loved that. But then again, if I get some tickets, I, uh, I'm going. Okay, it's kind of like roller derby. I mean, then I come home all snobby, like, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> but then you look on TV and I'm there with a the beer going, yeah. <laughs> Remember roller derby? Oh, I love roller derby. <laughs> no, no one on this, I, on this chat probably knows what that is. <laughs> oh, I wanted to. I wanted to do be a Bay City bomber so or whatever. Bad. I wanted to. Oh, I knew I could do it. I knew I could do it. wear that half a ping pong ball helmet and yeah, those tight shorts and the tights and the um. Oh yeah, you could do roller derby. I, mean, I you, could. You could totally I do could. roller derby. Now you started something. I'm gonna get those skates. <laughs> gonna get those I'm skates gonna be crashing into you in the kitchen. Go, bam, bam. Some rexing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different sport. But I'd watch that too. Right, totally live sports. Nothing like it. No, there isn't. And I don't care if it's high school. I really don't care if it's high school, college, professional. I will. Have I almost just, prefer the amateur stuff. I will have just as much fun at a college game. Oh yeah. As anything else. Oh, for sure. You know, we should we should probably check into some more um, college hockey. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know how often there's college hockey around here. We're not really a hockey area. No, but we have to. But we need to promote that guy who does the hockey hair. Oh, that guy's the great. Hockey hair. Uh, I don't know. The best called. mullet or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it's, but yeah, it is hockey hair. He calls it's it hockey hair. Yeah, it's that guy. Look it up. The best hockey hair. It is like on YouTube, you can does find it. A masterful job of reviewing, and it's so like dry humor. It's just great. He is a gift, and he's been doing it for years. He does it every year. The the hockey hair roundup. Ah, he is just a delight. It's just the beauty. best, the best thing ever. Yeah, beauty, <laughs> the best thing ever. Well, that's kind of all I got tonight. You got anything else you want to throw in? Oh, uh, I'm sure I have many things. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm glad we caught up. It's nice to see you. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Good All right. Night. All right, folks. Well, thanks for joining in. I hope, I hope this was somewhat entertaining, maybe even slightly educational. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we would be responsible for anyone's education. I know. <laughs> well, I hope you guys have a good evening. Good night. And thanks for joining in. Good night.